0: Welcome to the Just Do It podcast, hosted by Anne Duffy. Dental Entrepreneur Women is here to dive deep and share stories with the mission to inspire, highlight, empower, and connect all women in dentistry.
1: Hi, everyone. It's Anne Duffy, and I am welcoming you to the Just Do It podcast for Dental Entrepreneur Women, and I'm so excited. I have a dear friend. We've been friends for, I don't know, at least five years, I think, Sarah. Yeah coming on today to talk with you about women. Please help me welcome Sarah Hansen. Hi, Sarah. Hello, hello. I'm so
0: happy to be here, Anne. I adore you, so well, thank you. you.
1: You are so welcome. It was so good to see you at the retreat. And I remember last year we had so much fun and you've been with me on this journey of dental woman for a long time. And I'm gonna tell everybody a little bit about you before we get started. Okay. Sarah Hansen is a fractional CMO, Speaker, marketing consultant, mother of two amazing girls, and married to an amazing guy for 22 years. She is passionate about giving authentic voice to people through marketing, and that passion came from her own journey. Please help me give applause to Sarah Hansen. Thank you, everybody. So good. Hello. 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 <laughs> I know we've come a long way each other you and I've had some great conversations over the years just about women. I know that you've got two beautiful daughters. And I, of course, I have a beautiful daughter that's probably about your age. So really, it really resonates with me, your feelings about raising girls and your own journey as well. And especially reading your blog over before we got started today. So ladies, if you're listening to this and men, please go find Sarah's blog, type in her name on our website and find her blog, because it's so spot on how women walk through being like, just so confident, and then something happens in our lives. And it almost is like kind of universal for girls. So why is it so important to give our authentic voice? Why is it so important to you to share that with the world?
0: Yeah, thanks. And it comes from my own journey. And I share that blog that I wrote was so vulnerable for me. It was the first time I really shared my story. And, you know, yeah, we start out as little girls and we're confident and we're powerful and we think we can be all these things. And then something happens to us, right? In those teenage years. And we all go through it, some worse than others. And, you know, I remember feeling in junior high, who was I? you know, trying to fit in with different crowds, seeing if that felt right for me and really not being okay with who I am, always wanting to be something that I wasn't because I didn't feel okay. And that carried through me being an adult woman. And then I come into my 30s and I start having children and I am blessed with two beautiful girls. And what happened, it was so powerful for me. It was such a pivotal moment that I was listening to Brene Brown. I mean, we all love Brene. And she said something that completely shifted my trajectory in life, which was, we cannot give our children what we don't have. And from the time my girls were two days old, I was giving them positive affirmations. You're beautiful. You're strong. You're brave. You're this. But yet, I did not feel that about myself. And that resonated with me that I can't give my girls what I don't have. And so knowing that I want them to change the world and be strong and be powerful and all these things, if I didn't feel that about myself, those words would just not mean anything to them because they're looking at me as an example of how to be a mother, how to be a woman, you know, all those things. And yet I was telling them these things, but I wasn't believing that. And so that launched me into this journey of self-discovery through the help of an amazing therapist of going back to places that were incredibly scary, but really helped me face some of those insecurities. And it made me realize that me, who I am, is enough, right? That I need to come and approach this world wholeheartedly, authentically with who I am. There are going to be people who don't always like me and that's okay, but there are going to be people who love me for me. And whatever God has called me to do on this earth, I am here to do it. And what I love about you, you and Ray, yes, we connected instantly. I still remember Anne That amazing red dress you wore the first time I (laughs) met you. You're always killing it with your fashion and you have this amazing red dress. But I remember talking to you about that when you said dental entrepreneur woman and I was like, what does that mean? What are you doing for women? And so I felt this instant connection. But the other part of that, Anne, was the strengths that we discovered as do's and that put language into the things I had been feeling inside and what I was meant to do. And then honestly... I think it also gave meaning to what I needed to do as well. Who I was, right? I didn't have to pretend. I didn't have to be somebody that I wasn't, but it was me finding me and leaning into those
1: strengths and really taking them on. That's who I am. I love that because, you know, that when I started to dental to a woman, I was like, I wanted to bring strengths to dentistry. And when I took that test, the assessment the very first time 15 years ago, it was within yes. my church community, and it was God-given talents so that I was made this way in the womb. And to me, that brought so much meaning yeah. for me to, like you say, lean into that. Like I'm a womb, yeah. and I'm positive, so I'm loud, and I'm a communicator, and I talk a lot. And I remember my grandparents would say, you talk a lot, and you can smile so big. And they loved me to death. I mean, they love me. But hey, guess what? You know, when you find that's your strength, it's like, well, hello, I'll just keep doing me. Yes. And it's okay. Yes, it's
0: okay. Yeah, I think that is, for some reason, it's like, why as women are we not brave enough to be who we really are? And again, like the older I get, the more that I really am embracing that wholeheartedly. And I'm a woo with you. And the other thing is that one of my second top strength is significance. And what was interesting is I always have felt like, There's something more for me. I don't know what it is. I couldn't put language around it, right? I want to do something big. I want to change the world. I want to pave the way for my girls. Like, I am so passionate about that. Is how do we change the world for the next generation of women? You know, they need to be strong. They are going to help, you know, lift up women in ways that we couldn't, you know, and how do we do that? And so, understanding that significance was part of my strength was like, okay, I got this. So I think understanding who we are and our strengths really allows us to fall into who we are and who we're meant to be. And we shouldn't be afraid
1: to be that. And I remember saying it helps you fall in love with yourself. And that's to Brene Brown's point would resonate with you. And therefore, then you can love others wholeheartedly. And I honestly, Sarah, yes, think about the kids, the girls, they're smart. They know intuitively, little kids know that you're not loving yourself. We think we can hide things from, no, out of the mouth of babes. They get all that. And so kudos to you for really taking that on at an early age. I was probably 50 something when I took streams and I was like, oh, dang, that explains it. So good for you that you've been on this journey. I can see that significance is that's a good thing because you're made for that, right? I mean, if you pick <laughs> significance, right, and you bury something really good, you're meant for something good. Yeah. That's like burying one of your God-given talents. And he doesn't really particularly care for that. He or she or the higher power is like, you know, no. I'll yeah. put a lampshade on that, let that light shine yes. bright.
0: Yes. So you've worked with a yeah. lot of
1: women though. You, you've got your daughters and
0: how old are they now? 12 and 11, 12 oh and 11. So they're right in that critical age, you know, that I remember. I mean, my oldest started junior high this year and I remember she was walking to the bus stop And I like said a little prayer in my heart, like, God, please just take care of her. And it makes me teary, but it's like, let her just come out of this remembering who she is. Because again, for me, that was such a critical moment of time in my life where I fell to that trap of mediocrity and self-doubt and not knowing who I was. And so I try so hard every day to tell my girls, like, You are powerful, you are strong, you know, you are competent. And what I love is that each of my girls are so different. You know, I have my oldest, who is very much the oldest daughter, child, you know, she fits the persona to a T. My youngest is fun, loving, and the biggest heart you'll ever meet. But what comes with that, right, each of them have strengths, but then we each have our I wouldn't tell them weaknesses, but you know, the things we have to work on because my youngest daughter is such a big hearted loving person who loves everybody. It's easy for her to be walked on or make herself small to make others feel big. Right. Or it's easy for my oldest who is confident as can all be for people to take her wrong or be like, Whoa, she's kind of a brat. Right. And it's like, no, she knows what she wants. I love that I get the opportunity to navigate that with them of, yes, let them live in their strengths, but then also how do we, you know, we love the line that we say it do all the time. I have other strengths, right? Give them the opportunity to things that do not come easy to them or things that they have to struggle with to help them find how to deal with that. Because that was something I didn't get. One, I didn't find my strengths. And two, I think I didn't know how to deal with the opposition when it came in a healthy way.
1: Yeah. You know? Well, there's a couple of things there, Sarah, that I see. And this is so beautiful that you're sharing this at your age with the girls their age, because I feel like with our daughter, I tried to change her. I mean, she yeah. is, Clueder's like number one, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh my God, kill me. And not, not the woo that her mommy is and not the, you know, <laughs> And I really tried so hard. I think about that. And it wasn't when we took strengths as a family, we took it probably 23, maybe. That's when I finally realized, oh, my God, she's made perfectly. And why am I trying to put that square peg in a round hole? I have to take ownership and I think she would probably agree that, you know, I didn't help her so much to be authentic because I'm like, Kate, change, honey. You know, you need to be a little bit more this and a little bit more of that. I I've had to make up for some of that as we've gotten older and we have a wonderful, beautiful relationship, but she's not me. She is her. And to be able to accept that. As a mom, and then you were kind of starting to say a little bit about this. I was thinking about it's the basement and the balcony, right? And when we're in the balcony, that's great. We're doing a great job, but then we can get that basement of like, yes, or well, for instance, like communication, you know, you can be a great speaker for on the room, but the basement would be a, like you're a blabbermouth and you tell everybody everything. And you really should keep some of that to yourself, but you have to understand that. And that's okay. And that again, lean into your strengths, but I don't think we own it until we somebody tells us that's a strength. Yeah. That's you know, really cool yeah. about coming together as a community and, and really studying the science behind it. And you're on the track to just your girls are gonna soar and they have each other, which is really nice as well, you know, just to have that. Yeah. There's nothing like sibling love. But I mean, you know, you think about working with PDA and you work with so many docs and their teams and all of that. How do women yeah. find themselves? What is the secret sauce there?
0: Yeah, I think it's really leaning into what you love to do, right? I mean, we know. There are things that we love to do. We're passionate about it, right? I mean, it's like when I first started speaking on stage, I would get up on stage and it was almost peaceful to me. It was like my energy. I loved being up there. I loved connecting, feeling the audience, being able to share, right? I felt like I was called to share my voice. And so leaning into that, did I ever think 10 years ago I would be a speaker? Heavens no, like I didn't. So it's interesting how our life will weave into those things. So it really is about finding things that we're passionate about. Sometimes it doesn't make sense, you know, or sometimes it's like, I love doing this, but what do I do with this type of business? I met a woman in my community. We took our church group of young women to, she has this cute little business, it's called Beadology. Okay. And I met her and she is darling. And she was telling the girls like, are any of you afraid to take the next step or to leap? Like if you could do one business idea, what would it do? And her business started because she needed to make some extra money and she had some beads at her house and just started. And I mean, this whole thing grew and now she has this beautiful storefront in this cute mall and all these things. Again, you know, that started with her leaning into something, right? And so there are so many women around us who, one, they need to support each other, right? Some of us have these amazing ideas that we don't know where to start. And what I love about the Do community and the answers in the ladies room, right? We've already established that. But what I love is that it's this network of women that are like, I got you. Hey, I have a connection for this. Or, hey, I've been there. Let me tell you what worked for me. And I think as women, that's really what we need is when we have to identify what are we passionate about? What are our strengths? What do we want to do every single day? What were we called to do? You know, the higher power, God, spirit, whatever that is for you. And then it's using our resources around us to help lift us up because it's not good for us to be on an island. You know, it's not good for us to think we can do this by ourselves. Like, yes, we like to do it. We like to be strong, powerful women, but the reality is we are stronger together and you can surround yourself with a group of women that can lift you up and bring their strengths or their networking to what you're doing. It just makes it so much better. And so I'm grateful that you started doing because this has been what I've needed in my life. You know, this group of women that it's not catty, it's not petty, it's not who's wearing what. I mean, it truly is this group of women that want to see each other succeed. And that is
1: me. The women that love what we're doing and love the community are like-minded in that respect of yeah. being their authentic self and then being available to help each other grab their arms on the way up and push them as you're on the ladder in the middle. It's so funny, it's a couple things that you said. So start and don't stop. You know, I love this little gal that you just met last night. She yeah. had an idea and she didn't stop. So often- yeah. Have something, but you need a tribe around you, like how lovely that you brought a lot of women there, all supporting her in this community. And then talking about things that really, you know, a business owner matters. It's not easy. You know, it's a roller coaster. and Even if you're being paid by a company, women take it on as their own business, no matter what they're doing. Whether it's your entrepreneur, entrepreneur, whatever, women just hold that. And so they say, if you're an entrepreneur, you don't want to quit at least once a day. You're not really doing everything you need to do to build it, but you call a do. Call someone that understands. Like It's wonderful to have a community outside of dental. You know, we get so laser focused on dental and dental is a little circle in the world. Yeah. I feel like when I saw you speak and I've seen you speak at one of the big events, dental festival, I think it was, that I saw first times. It was beautiful. Oh my gosh. Thank you. You did such a great job and (laughs) won awards and things like that. But your voice transcends dental. And so how do you see your voice, your authentic voice showing up not only in the dental arena, but in the world? Because I feel like you have a message that you want to share and where do you see that going? Oh my
0: gosh. I mean, the world is my oyster, right? I would love to be I just want to give back to women. I guess you can't really help people through a journey if you haven't been there yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And because Mm -hmm. I had to go to dark places, I had to really do the work to get myself to a better place, to love me, right? To see that I'm okay. And hear me loud and clear. There are days that I'm like, oh crap, my pants don't fit today. Like, gosh dang it. I still have days where those days get hard, right? As women, I mean, it is what it is. But what I found going through what I had to go through and really identifying my own demons and then incorporating my strengths and what I was born to do was really to give voice to other people. And what's interesting is the career that I chose, right? Marketing. If we look at marketing for what it is, it's giving voice to whatever that is, giving the company voice or telling their story. And How I work with clients every day is by giving them authenticity in their marketing. Like it's not just about dentists doing implants, right? But what's the story behind that? What's the why? What's the purpose? So I take their marketing to a different level and we tell this story. And so it's interesting that I had to find my own voice to be able to help people to find theirs, right? You can't guide someone to a place you've never been. And so because i have been there, I feel like it all makes sense to me now. I have always felt from the time my girls were babies there are several women events that I've been to over the years. I remember telling my husband, I feel like there's something I need to do. I don't know what it is and I still don't fully really know what is in store for me, you know, but I know that I want to be a part of something that is helping pave the way for the next generation of women. I want to be inspiring women with my story, letting them know hey, there's a different way. You know, we can lift each other up. We need to find our strengths. Like, I'm so passionate about that. And we have to change the generation for our girls. And you and I grew up in the era that women were put together and we dieted and we did this and we did that. And we didn't leave the house without our makeup on. And, you know, and I mean, now most days I get ready when I have clients. Other than that, I'm in a high pony, my workout pants, right. And no makeup. Like that's my go-to look. And I'm confident with that. I don't, you know, it's okay. Like I like me for me. So I think it's just about inspiring women to be who we were meant to be. And we are okay as we are. We don't have to be anything that we're not. I feel like I want to help guide that and especially help change that for the next generation because our girls are looking to us and they're learning how to be women in the industry, and there's no right way to be a woman. And that's what I want my girls to know. And I tell them that all the time. Whether you choose to have an amazing career, whether you choose to be a stay-at-home mom, whether you choose to be the president of the United States, there's no right way to be a woman. And what's so great is that those opportunities are endless, but we have to show them the way. And we, as the older generation you know, have to help create that for them.
1: You're like a generation or two below me, dear. So just so you know, you <laughs> way on way. Like I had no idea what I was doing when I was your age. I was just one, honestly, one <laughs> from the other. It's like, okay. So I love that you have some goals there that are so big and so broad. And you're right though, but you're walking the walk. You're already showing you. women that it is possible and you're still doing the work. I don't think the work is ever going to end, right? You just keep it going and then you get, braver and stronger yourself. And isn't it so funny? You think whatever age you are, I mean, like I'm still afraid of things and I still push myself and do it anyway. Yeah. But then I also have what? a group of friends and a group of women that are going to be surrounding me to pick me up when I'm not feeling so hot and my pants don't fit yeah. me. And, you know, this is so, <laughs> the champagne problems, right? I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, it's like yeah. so petty, but yet the little things sometimes just add up and start to pile up. And we need someone to say, hey, you're Okay. I think that's another thing that, you know, the authenticity of a comment is also detected by your children or those little ones. They can tell when you're just kudos, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. You're always awesome to when you're like real about it. Like, hey, listen, it was okay, but I think you can do better next time. That's okay too, because we're always trying to do that, right? Always trying to grow to learn.
0: You know what's interesting, Anne, is I had this experience earlier this year, and I think I shared it with you several months ago of... You know, my career, I had a lot of opportunities. I was doing really well at work, right? I was speaking to these different places. I felt like I was on top of the world in my career. And I was coming home from meeting with a client and I got a phone call from my daughter when I landed, right? It was a voicemail and she was crying, mom, the nanny didn't show up. How do we go to school? What do we do? Well, by the time I got the message, school had started, And of course I started sobbing, right? Here we go. All of us as women, we struggle with this balance, right? And I hate the word balance because it feels unstable, but we need to find harmony and how do we have this amazing career, be the women that we want to be, raise the children, right? We all, as women, we struggle with this. And I sat on the plane, just crying. What am I doing? My family is suffering. And I called my daughter and maybe something that I'm doing is working, but I called her and I said, sweetheart, are you okay? She's like, mom, I figured it out. I mean, she put the dog in the crate. They got their lunches all. She called a neighbor to take oh. them to school. I mean, here's my strong little girl, right? Figuring it out when the nanny didn't show up to take care of them. But at that moment, it was such a mom guilt for me of like, here I am doing all of this for them. But at the same moment, I'm not there. I'm not there to take them to school. I'm relying on other people. And when those people don't show up, it like rocks me. And so I went to Victoria and I said, I've got to take a step back from traveling. And Anne, can I tell you that just about killed me because as women, our husbands don't say, hey, I'm going to take a step back from our career to make sure that the girls are okay. We as women are doing that. And not that it's a bad thing, right? But here I was so terrified of like, I worked so hard for this career and I feel so much momentum and I feel like I'm changing lives and, you know, making a name for myself and doing all these things. And now I'm going to take a step back because my girls really need me. And that was terrifying for me. And then what was interesting is, first of all, let's make a shout out to Victoria, who's an amazing CEO. And the first thing she said was, great, awesome. Perfect. No problem here. You do what you need to do, Sarah. Your family always comes first. Wow. Which was so relieving to me. Yeah. Right. I mean, how many CEOs of companies will do that? Not many. So I was so thankful for that. But then what's amazing is, you know, talk about I'm still meant to do things. Opportunities in my area came my way, right? I didn't have to travel. I didn't have to leave my children. You know, I was able to work with these amazing companies within my area, still present, still speak, still do what I need to do. Right. And, We have technology where we can do things online and present online. And so it's just a testament that, you know what, as women, even though we may think that we're taking a step back or maybe we're doing something different, it's okay because us putting our families first sometimes will still always lead us to what I'm saying is we will be wherever we are meant to be, right? I fully believe that whatever we're meant to be, whatever path we're supposed to be on, as long as we're doing what's right for us and we feel at the time that we're doing what's right, the universe
1: opens up and provides a way. Yes, that's so wise of you to know yourself. There is a time when you got to step back a little bit and you need it because you need flexibility. You want to be there. You don't, I tell a lot of women, like, it's not like the kids really need us. Look, your daughter figured it all out. She was fine. You, you don't want to miss that sort of thing, <laughs> you know? And yes, but being the honest with yourself, that's using your authentic voice, what your gut, your instinct, To know it's time to just take a little step back on a piece, which will always still be there because you're not quitting. You're pivoting a bit. Right. There's times in our lives when we do that, you know, sick families, parents, all those things. But it'll still be there when that opens up and another door opens up. And you have to just trust the universe, the four agreements, right? Our word is impeccable. Take nothing personally, which is the hard one. Make yes, which is the hard one, and then always do our best. You always do your best, no matter what lane you're in. God, family, work. And I love Victoria that she agrees with the values. I would say that, yes, not only us, but honestly, for the world, it is really important to love fully on these young people with so much going on. In my generation, I was hidden from all that. We had a dial phone, and then the thing went around the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. You know, we didn't watch the news <laughs> yeah. like it was. There was two channels on TV, I think. But now there's so much that the kids can see and available that we have to be very protective and very on top of all of that now. And then protect, you know, sisters and aunties and or wonderful husbands. Give them a little love too, right? You know, and I think we said at the do a retreat about your sweet husband
0: but it takes strong men to be married to strong women. And yes, I will tell you my biggest fan is my husband and never once has he ever tried to make me be small or not be what I meant to be. He's my biggest fan. He's encouraging me. He's supporting me. And you know, strong women need really strong men too. There are a few times that people said at the do retreat, like I have boys and I'm raising them to be married or to take care of these strong women and support them. That's just as important as raising our girls to be strong and brave and all these things. We need the boys of our generation, the young men of the generation to be just as supportive, you know, that it's a partnership, right? No matter what that looks like, it's a partnership between two people of just trying to lift each other up and support each other and where they stand.
1: You know, that's just as important as well. Here is. I mean, I think that there's so many things that we can do to make this world a better place just by, you know, growing together, sharing our thoughts, our highs yeah. and lows and having someone to ask questions and bounce things off of. And I agree with you. I, I always say that's why we call them dudes, because all the guys want to be part of our organization. Like you've got it. You know, this is just for women, guys. But it, a dude is a man that supports a woman in dentistry. And it's a lot harder to do it when you don't have that. I would just say I would not be here for not for Tom supporting me every step. Yeah. Yeah. So to whom much is given as another principle. To whom much is given, much is expected. So yes. let's doing it, Sarah. Where going we find you, dear? I mean, I know we'll be finding you on the grand stage. You know, because yeah. you, you've got <laughs> yeah. so much in front of you. And yeah. we could our yeah. listeners find you.
0: So of course I'm on social media, right? I've been mean, <laughs> marketing. Facebook, um, like Sarah Stanley Hansen. Sarah underscore S underscore Hanson. I'm on Instagram. I'm also on LinkedIn. I'd love to just connect with people um, in business as well. You can reach me either through Productive Dentist Academy, Sarah at Productive Dentist, or even just my personal email, Sarah S Hanson, no H for Sarah, just S-A-R-A. But I'm always happy to connect with people, to reach out, you know, and I've told you, like, let's have our do meet up in
1: Salt Lake. I would
0: love, love. I know we've got lots of dental things out here.
1: That's where we should have it. We're going to have one in um, Baltimore. And I was trying to think the West Coast. I mean, you could get there. Salt Lake's a really good spot. Let's talk. Yeah, let's Let's do it. And thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. I loved having you today. And I love following you and your girls and just all the good things that we're going to be giving out from ourselves to the world. So you keep it up. And listen, everybody, if you're listening to us now, the most important thing for you to do, and I think Sarah will agree, is to keep doing you. Love you all. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Sarah.
0: Thank you for listening to the Just Do It podcast hosted by Ann Duffy. To learn more about dental entrepreneur women, to share your story, or to join the movement, please visit our website, do.life. That is D-E-W Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app to make sure you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, keep doing you.